Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are reminded this morning that your grace is enough for all of us. Lord, as we look back on this year, 2020, and we think about how we started this year speaking about amazing grace, we stand in awe of you and your grace that has covered every part of our lives. And as we open up your word this morning and look at the story of Jesus in his arrival from heaven to earth on this beautiful day that we we call Christmas and in the season of thinking through that I pray that your grace would appear once again to all of our hearts and we would be able to live under this grace that covers all of us and I ask that in Jesus name Amen well here we are in the last month of the year 2020 hard to believe but this is an exciting moment because we are in the season of Advent Advent is the season that we think about Jesus and His arrival on earth, leaving heaven to come and, and take human form so that He can reconcile us back to the Father. And I absolutely love this time of the year and I'm sure all of you do. The series that we're going to be having over the next few weeks is going to be called The Christmas Adventure. We're going to be looking at some characters in the story around Jesus' birth and consequently, Jesus' death on the cross and the adventure that is locked up in the story. Christmas to me is always a season of expectation. Last year, we had the wonderful joy of, of being in Europe for the first time ever for Christmas. It's the first time I got to experience a cold Christmas and not a hot summer's Christmas as we have here in South Africa. And as we were traveling through, through the UK and through various towns and cities, we were just in awe by all the lights around us. And it really did create in you this massive sense of expectation. This season of expectation of, of, of Jesus that has come and has become man and, and to be God with us. The joy, the celebration, the light, the hope that we find in these seasons. And I'm sure maybe you, like we have in this season or at the end of this year, has said it feels a little bit different. Christmas feels different, the season feels different, this year was so uniquely different and maybe our expectation is a little bit lower than what it would be before. And I want to encourage you that you would hold again in your hearts and hold again in, in your mind this season of expectation before you and expect that God, that Jesus, that the Spirit will minister to you and that you would get to meet with Him. This very idea of Advent simply means the arrival of a notable person or thing. And the word Advent is the first part of the word adventure. And therefore we, we decided to call the series the Christmas Adventure because we are in expectation that a notable person, the person of Jesus Christ, has not only arrived once to become human, but he is daily knocking at the heart, the doors of our heart, to reach out to us. And there's an adventure locked into that. An adventure of finding Christ Jesus every single day as He pursues us and lean into our world. An adventure is a daring experience, an exciting experience. So the invitation at the start of this series is to invite you into the adventure of Christmas. To come and meet Christ Jesus again afresh in His Word as we gather together online and in person and as we worship and as we think about the day that Jesus has come to earth. Let the adventure therein encourage you once again. 
So over the, four, the next four weeks, we're going to be looking at the adventure of John the Baptist, the adventure of Mary, the adventure of Jesus leaving heaven, coming to earth, and then we're going to end on Christmas morning looking at your adventure. So without further ado, let's start this morning talking about the adventure of John the Baptist. We read in the Gospel of Luke this, this story of and the narrative of John the Baptist. And it's amazing how this has, in the Gospel of Luke specifically, but also when you look at the timeline of, of, of the Word and Scripture, it has, it has come and arrived before the narrative of Jesus' birth. But it's also deeply connected and deeply linked. John's adventure and his adventure in, and the story behind it is preparing for us to encounter Jesus and to connect with Jesus. So the story starts in, in Luke chapter 1, where Zechariah, who is John the Baptist's father, is a priest. And it was chosen by Lot, as it was in that time, that he would go into the temple of God on this specific day to burn the incense. And while he was doing that, there were a whole lot of people outside worshipping God and, and praising God. And Zechariah was inside the temple. And while he was there, a messenger from heaven, the angel Gabriel, appears to him. And he speaks to him and he makes a declaration and he says something that completely floored Zechariah. And he said, you will have a son. And then he said this about John the Baptist. He said, he will make ready a people prepared for the Lord. This was deeply significant because for 400 years, God has been quiet and not been speaking through his prophets. The last narrative that we have is in the Old Testament where the prophet Malachi was, was, was prophesying, but there was a 400 year of silence where God hasn't spoken through his prophets and his people have been waiting for the day of salvation, a day of redemption. And the angel, angel Gabriel appears to a man, Zechariah, and he tells him that you're going to have a son and he's going to pre pre prepare the people for the arrival of the Lord, for the arrival of the Messiah. Now, what's really interesting in the story is that Zechariah and his wife is really old and their adventure was really about to start. Let's read together about these two people. It said they were both righteous before God, walking blameless in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and both were advanced in years. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son. We see at the start of this Christmas adventure story, how the adventure of John the Baptist starts with the story about a faithful man and his wife, faithful to God, who hears this news, that the story of Christmas is a story of a God who makes the impossible possible. And that's where I want to start this season for us. This is the entirety of the Christmas story is that God makes the impossible possible. He is busy working behind the scenes. And here we have Zechariah who hears firsthand from the angel of the Lord that they will have a son in old age while his wife has always been barren. I can imagine the sense of emotion he has felt. And, and in actual fact, we read the story that he doubted the angel and he said, how can this be? My wife is of old age. This is completely impossible. And then the angel said, because you have doubted and you don't have faith, he muted him and he was mute until the day of the birth of his son. 
And this is, this I believe is at the heart of the message in this season, is that God is making the impossible possible. And the impossible is for man to find his way back to God because of our sinfulness and our own brokenness. But God says, I am going to step into your world and I've been work, working behind the scenes and I'm going to reach out to you and I am going to bridge the divide and make relationship and unity with me possible again. But it wasn't just the story of mankind. It was the story for Zechariah and Elizabeth too. That God said on a personal level, Zechariah and Elizabeth, you've been faithful to me. You've been holding on for so long. In fact, you might have given up on the dream and the desire you had to have your own child. But let me show you that I've been working things out behind the scenes. And I am a God of wonders. And I'm going to step into your life and make impossible things possible. We see later on in Luke chapter 1 when the angel speaks to Mary and she's in her own doubt how he says to her, for nothing will be impossible with God. Luke 1 verse 38. And that is the start of this series and this message. That there might be things that you have given up on. That it might have felt to you like this year was a year of the impossible. It is impossible to, to get through it. It's impossible to, to face it. But just looking back, you have made it because you serve a God and you are faithful to one who makes that which is impossible possible. Maybe you're at the end of 2020 and you look into the year ahead and you say, God, it would be impossible to go through another year like this. And God is saying to you, my child, with me, much more is possible than you can ever ask, think or imagine. And that's the first part of this message, the story of John the Baptist, this adventure that God steps into our lives and he does miraculous things. And then he speaks to Zechariah about the son that he is about to have. And as he, he speaks about him, he says something beautiful. He says, he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And within that... There's a starting of a fulfillment of Isaiah 7 that speaks about Emmanuel, God with us. In Matthew 1.23, we read about the story of the Virgin Mary who will conceive and, and bore a son. And it explains Jesus as Emmanuel, God with us. And this has been the intent of the Christmas message from the start is that Jesus is coming to dwell amongst us, his people. That from the very start, that was the intent of God to be with His people. And, and that was taken away because of, of sin and the impossibility to see our connection with God again. But even in this message to Zechariah about John the Baptist, he says, The Spirit of God will dwell in your son. And then the story continues. Let's read together in Luke 1 verse 39. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Not only did the, the angel tell Zechariah that the son, John the Baptist, will be filled with the Spirit in his mother's womb. There was a moment where Mary, who was, who was pregnant with Jesus and Elizabeth were in the same space, and John the Baptist leaped in Elizabeth's womb. And then she was filled with the Spirit. And in a moment I'm going to show you how even Zechariah, his dad, was filled 
with the Holy Spirit. And this is my second point this morning, is that the Christmas adventure is a story of a God who makes our hearts His home. John the Baptist was chosen to prepare a space for Jesus to come into so that He can come and make His home and reside inside of us. Ephesians 3 verse 16 to 17, According to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Jesus intended from the very start for us as men to be the house of God, to be the place where His Spirit dwells. And it wasn't only intended for John the Baptist, this baby growing in his mother's womb. It wasn't only intended for Elizabeth, and it wasn't only intended for Zechariah, when we see later on when he prophesies over his son, it is intended for each one of us. And maybe perhaps that is just the greatest gift that you can receive again in this season, is that infilling presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Maybe you've neglected to ask the Holy Spirit to dwell in you daily. Maybe you have forgotten that the Spirit of Christ is within you and the Christmas message reminds us that is about God with us, God's Spirit dwelling in us. In Luke 1 verse 67 to 72, John the Baptist is born and here we see the Holy Spirit filling Zechariah and he prophesies. Let's read together. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for He has visited and redeemed His people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of His servant David, as He spoke by the mouth of His holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy, show the mercy promised to our fathers. Here we see the third thing. Not only is the Christmas adventure a story of God making the impossible possible, not only is it a story of God coming to dwell amongst us, but the Christmas story is a story of a God who makes His promises true. As the Holy Spirit rushes upon Zechariah and fills him, He says, let's look back at the prophets. Let's look back at the words that God has spoken over His people and let's see that it is being fulfilled. The day of salvation has come and God is going to show mercy to His people as He has promised through our fathers. Zechariah for a moment was prophesying about Jesus. He was talking about the horn of salvation from David's tribe that will be born. And for the first time in 400 years, we see this prophetic word happen. And he was setting up his son, John the Baptist, to prophesy and make a way for Jesus and his ministry. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20 says this, For all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes. And through Christ, our amen ascends to God for his glory. The Christmas story is that of one, of a father who has promised and has been faithful in fulfilling. And we just read in 1 Corinthians where it says that all of his promises are fulfilled in Christ Jesus. And Zechariah, because of the power of the Holy Spirit, knew this and he prophesied and said, salvation has come. And he calls to remembrance all the things that God has said through the prophet. And he says, Jesus is coming. And here we are reminded post that moment that everything in the word of God is fulfilled in Christ Jesus. 
And then Zechariah prophesies about his own son, John the Baptist. And he says this, And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sun rays shall visit us from on high, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the ways of peace. As Zechariah now prophesies over John the Baptist, he tells the story of a God who makes a way of peace. He says, you, John the Baptist, will go before Jesus. And you're going to prepare a way, but he is going to bring the way of peace. He is going to bring righteousness to the people. And then we go to Luke 3, verse 3 to 6, where John the Baptist's ministry has started. And we read this. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill shall be made low and the crooked shall become straight and the rough places shall become level ways and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. And this is the essence of the Christmas message. A God who makes the impossible possible. A God who says, I want to dwell amongst you, my people. I want to dwell inside you by my spirit. A God who says, all of my promises are true and that which I have prophesied is fulfilled in Christ Jesus. And then a God who says, I am bringing a way of peace. The low places will be made high. The crooked roads will be made straight and you can walk in a way of peace. And what a message that is to us, His church, His people, at the end of a year like this. To know that we can walk in the way of peace that Jesus Christ has come to bring to every one of us. Another verse in the Bible that prophesies about Jesus and His birth says that He will be the Prince of Peace. And He has brought the way of peace to each one of us. So as we start this series of anticipation. As we start this series of Advent and this, this, this season of expecting Christ Jesus to do amazing things within us, let's look back at that which He has already done. Let's be reminded of all His promises. Let's expect that He can do impossible things and that He does as He desires and wills to do in our lives. And let's continue to walk in the way of peace that Jesus Christ has brought to us by reconciling heaven and earth, by becoming man, God with us. Lord Jesus, I pray that as we run into the end and the last part of this year, that we would find the way of peace. Lord, that we would have expectation that you can do impossible things in our midst, Lord. That we would not neglect the reading of your word and finding within it all the promises over which you stand and in which it is fulfilled in Christ Jesus. Lord, and that we would be a people who know, Lord, that light has come. Just as Zacharias prophesied, that light has come and it's brought light to those in darkness. And I pray therefore, Lord Jesus, will you come and through the power of your Holy Spirit, bring light to each one of us. And Spirit of God, will you come and once again fill us, your people your church, your children, 
with the fullness of God residing inside of us. And I ask this by faith this morning in Jesus' name. Amen.